Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Shabbos. Kriyas Shabbos. Daf Kufiyud Beis. Quick, how's always on Daf Kufiyud Alf. The Mishnah Daf Kufiyud Alf. Alf told that a person is not allowed to sip vinegar if he's having a toothache, and the Gemara explained that's referring to sipping and then spitting out because then it's clear as going for a fool. However, to swallow it, that is going to be mutter. And the Gemara said that Rav Pasman is like Reb Shimon. The Allah that everybody's allowed to use with fancy oil, but the Gemara said Rav Pasman like Shimon, but not because of his reasoning. Reb Shimon said it because close opening Malachim, and Rav said it because in his play in his town people use this type of oil, and therefore it was considered normal, and that's why it was going to be mutter to use on Shabbos. Then we started the 15th parak, Eluk Sharm, and we learned that there's two types of knots. There's a type of knot which a person is going to be chai retiring on Shabbos, a type of knot which a person is going to be patar blaser, and a type of knot which is mutal Today, by the Shem, we're going to go through some of the chedushim in our Mishnah, why the Mishnah to speak out, why all these different types of knots are mutter. Then the Gemara is going to talk about Allah of a person's shoelace falls out on Shabbos, so this is going to be an issue of mukta. And then the Gemara on is going to have an interesting discussion of when a person has a kli which has a bunch of small holes, are they mitzdarf to the big shear in order to make it not considered clean in regards to Thomas? So let's see the Gemara on the Top of Daf Kufi Bey Zamanaf says the Helgi Gemara Mafech Halukot Misha said that a woman's allowed to untie her shirt. Says Gemara tie and untie her shirt. Pshita says Gemara it's pashit. Like Tzricha this lay tray. Dashi answers Gemara no the territory is the chiddush that there's two straps. Ma'ad the day machadim and I have to leave malat. Kamash one out of sat to say that since there's two things that she could tie and untie to open her shirt, therefore I would say that one of them she's in the malat and she only ties and unties one of them. Kamash one no. That both of them are considered kashashin and kayama, and therefore it's mutal chatil to tie and chab. Says the Mishnah Gemara right to Mishnah Yisrael, the Mishnah says she's allowed to tie the straps in her hair. Pshita asks the Gemara, it's pashish, and says the Gemara, but it's vicha der, vicha The chadish is that the hat is a little bit loose, so really she could take off the hat without untying it. Malatema, Mishnah Shafle, out of Tzat to say that a woman takes off the hat without untying the knot, and therefore it should be also tied now on Shabbos, at least Asrim Darbadan, Kamash Milan, Tisha Chasa, Sayra, Mishnah Shar, the Kamash Milan, the woman cares about her hair, and therefore she's not going to take off the hat without untying it. She wants to be very careful not to pull out any of her hair, so therefore she's going to be careful to untie the knot, and that's why it's a Kashash and Shakayama, and she's allowed to untie that and tie that on Shabbos. Misha said that a person is allowed to tie the laces on his shoes and his sandals on Shabbos. Itmar. Regarding to untying the laces on your shoes and your sandals. And again, we're assuming that the halacha is that you're only going to be chai for untying on something that you'd be chai for tying. That the malacha of kaisher and mat, the malacha of tying and untying are connected. And therefore, any knot that you'd be chai for tying, you'd be chai for untying. So now the Gemara is going to ask Kashas from the malacha of mat and malacha untying. So it says the Gemara, a person who unties the knots in his shoes. Tani chada chayv chatas. One bright says, Another Bryce says that's Motokhatrila. So we have three Bryces which say three different halachas in regards to untying the knots in your shoes. One Bryce says it's going to be Chayev, one Bryce says it's going to be Patavlaser, and one Bryce says it's going to be Motokhatrila. We have to keep in mind that the shoes and the sandals that the Gemara is referring to are not what we're used to, not the shoes and sandals that we wear nowadays. They are old, ancient types of shoes. If you want to take a look to get some sort of sense of picture of what they look like, you can take a look at a Roman Caliga. It's a type of shoe you'll see has lots of different knots and lots of different straps, so you'll be able to get a little bit of a better sense of what the Gemara is referring to over here. It says the Gemara. So how are we going to answer this here? Kasha minal minal. Kasha sandal sandal. We have a three-way steer in regards to shoes and three-way steer in regards to sandals. And the Gemara minal minal. Like Kasha, let's answer the steer in regards to these shoes. Halitani chayv chatas. This price that said a person going to be chayv chatas. The unties is not. We're talking about the knot that the shoemaker ties in, and that knot the shoemaker ties into these shoes. That knot doesn't come out at all. That's a kasha shakayam. And therefore, if you untie the knot, you're going to be chayv echatas. Pata vlaser the knot which, going to, which is pata vlaser bidir We're talking about the knots of the rabbanon. And if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi verse says that kishakayim sav the regalim in kishim b'deichak shapam moshachot kishu kasha v'nale kishu kasha. Rashi says that the rabbanon would tie their shoes, but not very tightly, because sometimes they would slip out their shoes. They wouldn't untie it; they would just slip their feet out. 
However, Rashi said it's not a kesha shell kayama because sometimes they would take it out when it would get when there would be tit around these shoelaces, so they'd have to untie. It would get very tight, and they'd have to untie in order to get their foot out. So Rashi doesn't really tell us why the chacham would slip their feet out, but Rashi is telling us that the chacham would tie their shoelaces, and they wouldn't always untie it in order to take their feet out. It's interesting. I heard it over from Rabbi Kiveger that Tamid chacham should be specifically makbid to either tie their shoelaces not so tight or to have velcro or other forms of shoes so that they don't have to waste time tying their shoelaces every day. You just see the value, the importance of valuing a person time. However, there's a tremendous chedesh. If you look at the Ritava and the Shitala Ran and the Smag, the Smag, and other Rishonim quote another Pshan Argamara, and they say that the reason why that they not have time with Chacham is Patar Velash is because Tamid Chacham would tie their shoes once a week and they would only take them off. The Tamid Chacham would have their shoes on the entire week and they only take them off on Friday night. They bring down that they would sleep on their shoes on because they would be learning the whole week and they would sleep in the base matters. And only Friday night would they take their shoes off. Take a look. It's in the Smag in Simon Lamed Hey. Says the Smag. The smog brings out they would sleep the whole week in their clothing because they would be learning the whole week. Now it's interesting, somebody asked me when I repeated this smog to them that the Gemara in Yuma tells us tonight, hey, this quote of the Kafachai, that a person shouldn't sleep in their shoes. The Gemara Yemen says that a person who wears their shoes at night is tasting a Tamisa. And I think the Kafachai brings down that a person shouldn't sleep in their shoes. So he asked, how would the Tamidi sleep in their shoes the entire week? So somebody in the crowd today, or Michael Schwartz, actually repeated to me that he heard Bashem Rib Shimon, that Rib Shimon said, Shanar Gemara, that the Gemara tells us that that person can only acquire the terror when he kills himself over the terror. So he wanted to say, but Derek Tzach is based on our Gemara, that what well, that means is, because Tamid Chacham is sleeping in their shoes, and the Gemara in Yemen tells us that a, tam, that a person who sleeps in their shoes is tasting a Tamisa. So that's what the Gemara means, that that a person is killing himself over the terror, it means because he's sleeping in his clothing, and that's what it means, interesting shot in our Gemara. says the Helege Gemara Vaiter. So now we answered what, what case is Pata Avalasar. That's referring to the Natsatim Maita Chachamim, since they only they untie them once a week, that's why it's Pata Avalasar. Now, what's the case of Motachachachila? Says the Gemara, three lines down to the wide lines. What's the case of Motachachila? We're talking about the people in Bnei and Rash explains that they would tie their shoes very tightly and they'd have to untie them every day. So that's why that type of knot is going to Motachachila to tie and untie. And again, something important we have to keep in mind when we talk about these different types of knots, it's going to come up throughout this parak in regards to the entire Isar of Kaisha and Matir. And that is that we have to keep in mind when we talk about the Lach of tying something, we talk about that it's a Kesha Shakama. Does that depend on the type of knot that you're doing? I mean, let's say a person ties a very complicated knot, which is normally kept forever. Or he plans on taking it out that day. Is that considered a Kesha Shakama? Or do we say no? It all goes depending on the person's dots. Meaning, if a person tends to leave it there, then it's going to be considered a Kesha Shakama. Even if it's not so fancy, it's going to be Chayv or Asad Rabbanan. And if he intends to take it out, then it's going to be Motokat So we'll see there's going to be different rayas from our Gemaras to the Shaya. So it says the Gemara, so by the Bnei Machaiza, since they would untie their shoes every day, that's what's going to be Motokat to untie. Now, Sandal, Sandal, Now we're going to enter the three ways in regards to sandals. How do you Chayv Chatis? As we said, it's going to be Chayv Chatis if you untie this knot. But the tie the Kachi we're talking about the shoemakers who would tie these knots for these Arabs, that these types of this knot was meant to be permanently, and therefore, and it was done from the Uman did it, and therefore it's going to be Chayv Chatas. Pater also the case, that person's going to be Pater Avalasar, but the Chumar said the Kachi We're talking about the case where a person himself ties the knot, not, the shoemaker didn't tie the knot, but the person himself ties the knot on his sandal. Like Rashi explains, that you sometimes you tie it for a week, for a month, but you'd sometimes, you would definitely untie it, and therefore it's not considered permanent Kesha Shakama, and therefore it's going to be Pater Avalasar. What's the case of Motor Avalasar? But Sandal a sandal which two people share, and since they sh- two people share the same sandal, you're going to constantly have to tie it, untie it, or to met- fix it to the- each person's size. Like he had a pair of sandals. Sometimes he would go out with them, and sometimes his child would go out with them, and he would share the sandals with his child. What's the in regards on Shabbos? Am I allowed to tie and untie this knot on Shabbos? Am I back to him? You are chayev achatas. And the Rebbe points out that it must be that he's talking about a type of knot which looked like a permanent knot. Not to be chayev achatas. Am I said back to him? 
I was wondering if it's going to be Pater Avalasa or Mutter Chatrila, because it's a type of knot that I undo because I give it to my son. Chayev Chatas Karmeli, and you're telling me you're Chayev So my time is, so he said back to him, what was the reason that you thought it was only Pater Avalasa or not Chayev Chatas? Amalei said back to him, So he responded back to him because sometimes I go out with it and sometimes my child goes out with it. So it's a type of knot that we're constantly undoing. So he said back to him, If that's the case, then it's going to be Mutter And this is one of the reasons that we're going to bring that it's not telling on the type of knot that a person ties, it's telling on the person's Kavana because we see that the same type of knot over here that we could be tied that first he thought that he's going to be chayav achatas because it looked like a permanent knot and then when he told him that it's a type of knot that he constantly undone that he constantly undoes then he told him it's going to be chatechila says Elgimar right to Rabbi Yirmiyah the Kasabas Rabbi Yirmiyah the Kasabas Rabbi Yirmiyah was walking behind Rabbi and a Kasabas if Sikritzu the sandal his strap came out of his shoelace came out of his sandal Amalei said back to my neighbor what should I do and the, he, we're assuming the Gemara was asking Alton issue of muktzah that the shoe could be muktzah the shoelace is muktzah so how could I move the shoe what's Allah Amalei said back to him. Take a reed, which is what, which is moist. which a animal could eat. So therefore, it's not mukta. and wrap it around your, the sandal, and then it will be usable as a shoe. Abaya avek kai my derabi reitzer. Abaya was standing from your base of ifzik leritzua, and his his shoe has come out. Armalei said back to my avalei. What should I do? Armalei shavki. You have to leave it. You're not allowed to move it on Shabbos. Myshna. So he said back to myshna. Would you What's the difference about Rabbi that they allowed him to tie this reed around it, and then it was mutter? So he said back to myshna. Over there, Rabbi the case was that the shoe was in a camel, it was in the public place, and therefore it wasn't guarded, and therefore they allowed. Him to tie this reed so we wouldn't lose it. However, over here, where it's not in it's not in our compass, it's in your own private property. Therefore, it's guarded, and there's no reason for us not to for us to allow you to move it on Shabbos. And again, the Rishon over here discussed: Do we normally allow a person for an issue of mukta just because he's going to lose the item? Do we say that's going to mutter to move it yourself? An interesting discussion in the Rishon over here. Ask the Gemara of Manuhu: What is the issue with moving a shoe that one of the laces fell out? It's still considered a cleat. Because if you want, even though one of the laces came out, you could still use it. If it was a right shoe, now you could use it on the left shoe, and I'm not exactly familiar with how exactly the shoes work, but the Gemara is telling us that if one of the straps came out, then they would be able to move it from the right shoe to the left shoe. Rashi Rick speaks out that there was some sort of outer strap and an inner strap, and one of the straps would come off. If you f- used the, you put the shoe on the other foot, then it wouldn't be recognizable, and then it would still be usable. So ask the Gemara, you could still be considered a shoe, because you could use it for the other foot. So why is it muksa? Says the Gemara, Amalei, so he said back to him, from the fact that Rabbi explained according to Yehuda, so we see Allah is like Yehuda, that even though you could use the shoe on the left foot, Allah is, it's still considered a muqtza, it's not considered a clean anymore, it's not considered a shoe. Now, now the Gemara is going to go through, where exactly did Rabbi Yechanan say, according to Yehuda, that's not considered a shoe. Says the Gemara, Ma'i, where did we say that? Rabbi Yechanan passing like Rabbi Yehuda, that's not considered a shoe. Nisanya. We learned in the Brisa, if you have a sandal, which two of the ears, two of the flaps came off, or two of the places where you tie the laces into, those fell off. The entire soul fell off. The halacha is going to be tar. This is the halacha in regards to the tar, that when something loses the status of a kli, then it becomes tar. It loses, its, it loses the shame kli, now it's tar. However, says the Mishnah, says the Brisa, however, if one of the flaps came off, or one of the places where you tie the strings on, or one or most of the heel came off, then the halacha is, that's t- Still tummy because it still has the status of a cleat, still has the status of a shoe. Rabbi Huda says nifsika pnimis tummy. If the inner strap came off, then it's tummy because we st- st- we say that we say that's still usable. However, if the outer strap came off, then the law is that the shoe is tar because it loses the sh- it loses the status of a cleat. Rabbi said just like there's machlekes in regards to tummy, whether it's considered a shoe or not, if one of the straps came off, so too it's machlekes in shabbos. But not in regards to chalitza. And now the Gemara is going to explain what this what this means. 
When Rabbi Echelin said Allah is the same in regards to Tumma and Shabbos, who is he going like? If he's going according to Rabbanon, from the fact that in regards to Tumma is considered a shul, and Shabbos naimanu. So then in regards to Shabbos, it's also considered a cleat. Even if one of the straps fell off, it's still considered a shul. But then you're meaning to tell me that in regards to Chalit, it's not a shul, but now we learn to the Mishnah, the halacha is you have to do Chalit on the right foot. If a person took a left shoe and he put it on the right foot, the halacha is that the Chalit is kosher. The Rabbanon of the Chalit is kosher. So how could you tell me that Rabbi Yechon was going according to Shita Rabbanon, but it comes out that the Rabbanon said that the Chalit would not work if you used a left shoe on the right foot. We have a Bryce which has a fair, we have a Mishnah which has a fair, that the Chalit is kosher, so it can't be going according to Rabbanon. The Elah says, Rabbi Yechon was going according to Rabbanon. So what he was saying was like this from the fact that in regards to Tomah, the outer strap falls off, it's, it's not Tomah anymore because it's not considered a shoe. So if the outer strap falls off, it's not considered a clean anymore, it's not considered a shoe. And this is the sheet that we need before that when the outer strap falls off, we don't look at the shoe anymore, that it's going to Mukta. But now explains the we have to explain the last statement that he said. But not in regards to Khalitza, meaning Allah Khazan Khalitza would be good. Demanu could consider a shoe. But says When do we say that if a person uses a left shoe on the right foot that's going to be good Khalitza? That's where it's considered a shoe. However, here it's not considered a shoe. In regards to its own status of a shoe, it's not considered a shoe. Because we like we explained before that Yudal, if the air strap falls off, it's tar because it's not a shoe anymore. Meaning, when did we say that's considered that if you use a left shoe on the right foot, it's going to be a good chalitza? That's if it's considered a shoe. However, over here it's not considered a shoe. So how can we say that Yudah said it's going to be a good chalitza? And so the Gemara Lailam leave Yudah. Says really, you're right. Rabbi Yechon's going in the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. I, it's, it sounded like that it would be a good chalitza. Says the no, say the chen the chalitza. Change up the words to the chen the chalitza that it is not going to be a good shoe. How come Ashmal? And this is what he's telling you. The chen, the chalitza shall smile be. When do we say that if you use the left shoe on the right foot, it's going to be kosher? That's when it's considered a shoe. However, over here, it's not considered a shoe when the outer strap falls off, and therefore the law is that the chalitza is going to be possible. Did Rabbi Yechon say this, that if the outer strap falls off, it is not considered a shoe anymore? Rabbi Yechon said that Allah is like a shoe. If you have a sandal, which one of the ears, the flaps fall off, the tikna, and you fix the time edges, Allah is that time edges. Meaning, if we're talking about the shoe of a zav, which was tummy magis, and now one of the straps fell off, and you fix it, it's still considered tummy. It didn't lose the status of a shoe, and it's still tummy. However, and it says my love, shouldn't we say that there's no difference whether the outer strap falls off or the inner strap falls off? And the we should say that even though the outer strap falls off, it's still considered a shoe. So we see not that. How can we say that? Rabbi Yechonan said the is that if the outer strap falls off, it's still considered a shoe. But here we see that the stamish says it's not considered a shoe. And so no light pneus dafka dafka the inner shoe dafka the inner strap. I'm sorry, but if the outter strap would fall off, then it would be tar. It would not be tummy anymore. He says, if that's the case, so then why did the end of the Bryce have to say that the case where it's going to be tar is where the second strap falls off and then you fixed it, then it's going to be tar because it loses the status of a kli. It's still Tommy Magamajit, which Rashi explains that it's still considered a Rishon Latoma because the Mysa now it's still considered a kli. We should say, we should give an afkmin in itself. We should be Machalik in and of itself. So why do we need to come out the case? For the second strap, what fell off, and that's when it lost the status of a cleat. Just say that we're talking about a case where the outer strap fell off, and then it's not a cleat anymore. So, why do we have to say that the second strap fell off? Says in order to answer this theory, because of this question we have in Rabbechanon, let's establish that the mission talking about a case of a sandwich with four flaps and four plates where you put the strings in, and therefore we're talking when the Bryce has said we're talking about that the second, I'm sorry, when the mission said we're talking about where the second strap fell off, it's talking about the second outer strap, and that's what the Mishnah meant.
meant. In order to answer the Sibu between Rabbi Yechanan, we're going to explain what Mishnah said, the second strap all up. We're talking about the second outer strap, because we're talking about a case where there are four straps. Says Zagmar, right? Rabbi Yechanan, 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 like we explained before, that Rabbi Yechanan explained like Rabbi Yehuda. So the Rabbi Yechanan holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Says what Rabbi Yechanan said. That is the way we're going to answer this year. Says We learned in the Mishnah called in order for a kli to lose the status of a kli, and now it is tar. Meaning, if you had a kli which was tummy and now it breaks, the halacha is that it's considered tar. And so, how big of a hole does it have to have in order for it to be tar? Says in the Mishnah, it has to have the hole the size of a palm. Let's say you had a hole of his eyes and you filled it up. And then you had another hole and you filled it up. What's the luck of had a bunch of small holes, but you kept, kept on filling them up? However, if you were to start all the holes, it would have the share of a remind. Is that considered still a kli? Or is it not considered a kli anymore and lost the status of Toma that I originally had? You taught us that if a sandal of one of these straps come off, the is that still However, if the second one comes off, and you fix it. It's tar for a madras. I will tell you maga madras, but still tell me maga madras because now it's the kli, but it lost its original status of a kli. We asked you, what's the difference when the first one comes off because the second one's still there? When the second one comes off, you already fixed the first one. So why is it considered tar from the original tumor? And you explained to us because it's considered a new cleat. So, so, so over here, we should say it's considered a new cleat. And we should be mid-star of all of the holes together. And now lost its original status of Tama. And Tazigamara, Kara, so said about Rabbi Yechanan, less din. Barinish, this person doesn't have the status of a person. He's a status like Rashi explains of a Malach. Ikdamian. Some people say, Kigayin din. Barinish, Chizke said about Rabbi Yechanan, this person, he's Taka Adam. He's the he's a person who knows how to give good to Ritzim. Amr Abzerah, Amr Abbar, Zimayna, Amr, Im Rishaynim. If the original if the people who came before us were then we are like people. And if the original people were, were if the people who came before us had the status of people, then we have the status of donkeys. Not like those donkeys which are going to learn about as Hashem who needs or done about them that they did not eat things which are not kosher, but we are like regular chamer. This is one of the gemaras that are quoted for the idea of Yudas Adaris. It's another gemara like this similarly in Erevin that the gemara is telling us that the generations go down in chachma in connection to the Kabbalah Satera and we have to recognize that sometimes the generations do go down even though there are rise the Gemara says that sometimes there's a reverse Yudas Adaris that it's not necessarily always like this but there is a concept of Yudas Adaris it's interesting Chavaz Das which was quoted the Chavaz Das says what's the Chana Gemara that says Imrishan Ben Malachim if the Rishan Ben Malachim what does that mean if so he explains that if you view the people who came before you as Ben Malachim then you have the status of a person however if you think that the people before you were just regular people then you have the status of a donkey meaning we have to recognize that the people who came before us the Tanayim the Amorayim, we're on a different level, we're on a different status. Says the Gemara Baiter of Inaitis Yayim Misham Pshita. The Mishnah said you're allowed to tie and untie the flasks of wine and oil. Says Gemara Pashit. Let's read this later. There's two places to tie and untie. Malatema. Chadunai Butuli Matale. Kamashman out of Tat say that you only untie and tie one of them. So therefore, the other one is bottle and you're not allowed to tie that on Shabbos. Kamashman know that you do tie and untie both of them and therefore it's quite the water. Kadesh Al Pshita. Ask the Gemara again. These are all Pashit because these are things that you tie and untie very often. Let's read this Gemara. That has a bottom where you can take the food. Malatema Butuli Matale. It's out of Tat to say. 
that again you're mavatal the when you tie it. Kamash will know that you do untie it, and therefore it's going to be mutter. Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov emerkeshin. Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov in our Mishnah said that it's mutter for a person to tie ropes in front of an animal that he doesn't go. Pshita says Gemara pasha again. This is a type of ropes, type of knot that you tie and untie often. Let's hear and Gemara. This are tied to Israel. That there's two. You tie. You're tying two ropes. Mah the same. I have a tie to say chadim now between mavatal. I would have a tie to say maybe you're mavatal one of them because you're only going to untie one of them. Kamash will know that you yet you tie and untie both of them. Therefore it's going to be mutter. I'm a base from Yehuda. I'm a shmolach. So he said Allah is like Lazar Yaakov. I'm going to buy a bias back to his Rabbi. Halacha from the fact that you said it's Allah, it sounds like people argue on him. So who argues? I'm going to say back to my nafkal chamina. Who cares if people argue? What's the difference? If that's if Allah is like him, well, who cares about the sheet doesn't disagree? I'm going to say so a bias back to his Rabbi. Gemara, Gemara is Rusa day. Should your learning just be like a song where you don't care about the other opinions that disagree? No, it's important. Like the Mission India said, it's important to know who the other opinions are that disagree. Again, Bazar we'll see more about this. That sometimes Allah could change. Sometimes we could be mitzvah if the sheet Yachid. So it is important to know, even though we don't necessarily pass like the other person, it is important to know the other shita. Quick, our own, we saw today the Gemara on the Mabay's quote, this idea that that if we treat the earlier generations, that they're a level higher than us, and we are one level lower. There's a very important Amos Yaakov in Bamidah Parak test, where Yaakov suggests that this Gemara is not just telling us a nice, I got the Gemara, it's not just telling us a nice, lesson. less than says Rabbi Yaakov, and this is an idea that Rabbi Yaakov proposed a few, in a few different places about how the process of Allah works, how the process of Sak works. Rabbi Yaakov writes over there, in Rishen, in Rabbi Akim wants to suggest, and this is his very interesting way how he looks at the halachic process, is that there are different stages in the Tikufa Tzak, there's different stages in different generations. For example, the fact that the Gemara will ask on a Amorah, Akash, Ramatana, I, why can Amorah disagree with the Tanayim? This is Akash, that already the Rishayim dealt with. But Rabbi Akim suggests that there's something called the end of a Tikufa, there's an end of a, per- a time period. And that is that the Tanayim was one period, then there was the Amorayim, and Rabbi Yaakov suggests that it could be that there was the Gi'ayim, and then the Rishayim, and then the Achrayim, and then each generation accepted upon themselves not to disagree because they recognized that the generations before them were on a totally different way than them. So Rabbi Yaakov suggesting this idea of this is not just a nice Agata idea, this is an entire new perspective on how we look at the Allahic process that every few generations the Chacham decide this is going to be the end of this Tekufa, the end of this time period. For example, Tanayim, Amorayim, Ga'ayim, Rishayim, and Achrayim. And how exactly we decide who's a Risha and who's an Achrin, this is part of the discussion. But the idea is, it seems that Rabbi Yaakov is suggesting that it is part of the Awachic process built into the system is that every few generations, or when the Chacham see that there's a tremendous drop in the level of learning, that's when they decide this is the end of the Kufa, and we do not disagree with those who came before. It's again a very interesting idea, something which, which has to be looked into, and to see if this holds, if everybody agrees to this idea, or people disagreed and they would disagree with the people who came before them. There's another interesting idea to be Eri writes in his Akdama to the Gemara. And Hakdama to Shas, with Amiri writes based on our Gemara that person could think that if we're such a, on such a lower level than the generations before us, then we can't make Takanas, we can't make Nuxeris, we can't approach, we can't have Nukshat with the Torah. But the Amiri writes over there, that even though you write this idea of Yeridis Adaris, then we can't necessarily disagree with the generations before us, but each generation has their own time with has their own Rabbanim, has their own leaders, and those leaders have to apply the Torah to the generation of their times, and they can't just say, what can we do? All the big, big Adel Margon, they have to step up to the plate and have to recognize that in each generation, HaKadosh 
Baruch gives them the leaders, the abilities, and the capabilities that they need to lead the generation appropriately. Quick, as I saw today, the Gemara Laminoff went through that we had a steer in regards to shoes, in regards to what not a person's allowed to tie. We had one Bryce which says it's Asr Bidiraisa, and you're going to be Chayav, another Bryce which says it's Patra Balasar, another Bryce said Matachila, and the Gemara went through the different types of knots that you're going to be Al Chayav, Patr, or Mutter on Shabbos. And then we saw the Gemara in the Rays, we saw as Machaikis, if Rabbi Yechon and Paschal like Rabbi Huda or not. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom discussed an interesting Shaila about if a, if a person has a clean and it has a bunch of different holes, but he fills them up. But if you mistake all the holes together, you have the shavarima. And the Gemara said that it would be makabel; it would lose the status of a kli, and it would not be makabel tuma anymore. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.